Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Right Array podcast. It is Tuesday, February 20th. Going around the table real fast, we got Johnny O, Mike Shane, Chris Emsley, myself, Scott Paul, and joining us once again, Sleigh Bell. <laughs> we insist. <laughs> you don't do what nobody else does. <laughs> Oh shit, I played the wrong version of that song. I didn't do the intro one. That's why I was waiting for it to end, but. Yep, start over. All right, we'll do it again. Game Run through it again. Over. We're good. You sure? I'll just, I'll just edit this okay, later. Okay, that'll be good. Sure. That'll be good. Just cut it down. Yeah, it's perfect. You know, I've, I've come to realize that I think I'll edit this later as a joke every single podcast makes. Like every podcast I listen to, there is an I'll edit this later joke. Well, I'm like, we do that all the time. I'm sure Mike from Certain Scale thinks to himself, I'll edit this 40 minute long phone transcript I'm playing. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Douche. I get $20,000 a month of subscribers. I don't do shit anymore. You know, that's true. I mean, I kind of gave up on Sword and Scale, I don't know, probably a year ago. I I gave up on a long time ago, like from a journalistic standpoint, it's an incredibly. exploitative podcast uh and on top of that the way he would talk about people who are mentally ill i found are we talking about our podcast no no no, no, no. <laughs> i don't think i like that's good review yeah no we're talking about sword and scale <laughs> here by the way by bitching about sword and scale mike will will find out about it and start complaining about you on his Probably. podcast so oh they'll be like my dream come true <laughs> john's like twenty thousand a month i'm in <laughs> that's what everybody talks shit on <laughs> Allegedly. I also yeah. my favorite murder and <laughs> most popular NPR. There we go. Oh, yeah. NPR's bullshit. <laughs> They're not going to care. No. Yeah. No, trust me. This is just us talking to ourselves. <laughs> so, hi, guys. How you doing? It's been a while. Yeah. I feel like it's been forever and a day. Almost. A lot, a lot of shit has happened. Yes. So, since the last podcast. Run it down. Let's go. There's way too much shit to cover. Here's a big one right here. Huge. Huge. You guys were like... They don't have a chance. They suck. And I was like, guys, there's no no way they're losing. Who said that? I, I said, that. said that. Oh. <laughs> and guess what? The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. That's right. Unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was awesome. Very good. Oh, I thought you were talking about that chick that won Wing Bowl. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Molly Skyler. Okay, now, I, I, I did not attend Wing Bowl this year, but I, was this the same woman that we yes. saw? Okay. Yep. She's like what a punk she, rock chick. She yeah. ate like 520-something wings? 501. 501. Which is pretty insane. How long? How long did she have to eat those? Uh, there were, what, like 15-minute intervals, uh-huh. and there was like three of them, so Jesus. 45 minutes total. By the third heat, we were, it was a little blurry. Heat. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Chris, it's like at 7 o'clock, they serve drinks, and we're out like waiting in line, me and Chris, and at 7 o'clock, so we're like, it's 7 o'clock! Am I right, Chris? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, at that point, I just had uh, 32 ounces of screwdriver. And yeah, then, you uh, weren't playing, dude. Did you sleep? Did I sleep? Yeah, yeah, I slept the night before. Right, okay. That and was key, then. Key. Yeah, it helped out. And then uh, I started out with a Bud Light, a 24-ouncer. <laughs> Hammered that down. And they got the big cans there. So they had yeah. big cans of lager, too. So oh, you were loving it. Me and Chris it, were man. loving it, yeah. 24 oh, ounces. God. Yeah, yeah. Then I hammered back two more Miller Lights, another 48 ounces, and then I, get, I got a uh, Bud Light Margarita. Yeah. yeah, just to class it, it up a little. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, give me something fruity. It's breakfast time. Can I get an umbrella in that? 
No, was it, was like, it was like a can. I was curious if it was the same woman, because I think what we saw her eat at the previous wing bowl was like... Steak. Yeah, it was like four pounds of steak and five pounds of mashed potatoes. It was like... Oh, she, it's like she ate it in like, in like under five minutes. To qualify, yeah. Christ. No, no, no. That, that was, was It was her record. versus wing a door. Yeah, yeah, it was... It was no. It yeah, Wingador. dude. It wasn't Wingador. At Who? The, at the last, last year? year? No, yeah. it was... Uh, I forget his name, but I'll look it up, but... It wasn't Obi Wing Kenobi. <laughs> he was there this year. Oh, was he? Yeah. Was he in four guy? The guy who ran into the subway. Oh, but he was on there. the video. <laughs> he was there. He was a star. Like he was one of the stars at the event. It's like, I guess you're famous. <laughs> and here he is, the guy that ran into the subway. And they're like, yeah. Oh, they're probably eating it up. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so how long? How long does so? Because I, I don't know how long does yeah. Wing Bowl go for. I don't know. No, you so don't know. Like, <laughs> we got you out of there. How'd you get out? No, of there? but well, what's funny is that like Molly Schuyler like is like a little like um, what's that goblin in fucking Hobbit? Go- no, go- 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 the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's that thing. But like, she's like crazy. We're saying like, what if you like took her on a date? Chris is like, you got to take her to Endless Apps at TGI Fridays. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, it was really... That was sometime after this. Yeah, you did say that. It was really funny. We were talking about it. I, 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 that part got a little hazy. But the guy that worked... <laughs> there wasn't, Let's move on from that. The guy that won me the year before, it was the notorious B.O.B. Who but won? We were talking who won. The, the girl who won yeah. this year went head-to-head with another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stake-off when they had a in date. This, yeah. This is your future oh, oh. guys. We're coming for everything, including... I missed that. I thought... Was they're not to, sexist? It was down to her and him this, this past time, but she had them smoked. The notorious B.O.B. I don't know. Last well, she year, crushed I swear them. to God, yeah. I saw it. I saw mashed potato come out. You are right, nose, Mike. Like, wow about that. Through yeah. her throat. Is that something we need to talk about? It's impressive in a way. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Sorry. She's good. It, it's she's commitment. Good. She's tiny, so eventually, you know, yeah, obviously she's yeah, not It's going to come out somewhere. I don't know how her belly didn't, like, distend. Or, like, how you I'm don't, sure like, it did. How do you not rip something in your... Abdominal cavity. Don't don't they train by like gorging themselves? Yeah, Yeah, but how did she maintain like? Some people are built differently. Some people are built different. She's. I mean, she looks pretty young. So I imagine if she was like a forty-year-old woman, she. No, I think she is. She looks older. Really? In person? Because the pictures. Because she's from the northeast. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. Ouch! She's a northeast. Northeast northeast twenty. Moving on. Allegedly, she was from the... Allegedly, yes. allegedly. M- moving on, but real fast. Chris, do you remember the old guy that was like about to puke at any moment when they were video... They were yes, like right yes, on his- I remember that. I was like doubled over laughing. <laughs> and it ha- he like would not stop eating and drinking. He was like about to barf at any second. Like you know, they were- Was he a competitor or somebody yeah. in line with you? <laughs> he just stood next to me. <laughs> he just showed food and just got the line. I'm practicing. Yeah. <laughs> Chris would just watch it. This guy eat French fries, yeah, crab fries. This is the real show. <laughs> uh, and, and just as a heads up, like... Sip <laughs> wing bowl stage. <laughs> Last year when we went, the, uh, the the camera guy would actually pan to the audience and then the girls would flash and like you might get a glimpse here and there, right. but like they would pan away real fast. This year... They, none of it. None of it. They, they didn't have it. They didn't yeah. do it. Oh. At all. At all. Totally yeah. different vibe. I think it's because of national... Media I, might be there. I, okay, right, right. National right. media, and I believe there was more kids in 
But if you went out in the hallway to get a beer, there was a lot of flashing out there. It was like Mardi Gras. They're yes, tossing okay. beads, beads and shit. Beads. Or, we got to go next year with beads. It's, it's 6.30 in the morning. There's like barf like oh, on like I'm trash sure. cans everywhere. I have no doubt. Do you think national media will be there next year? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Will the subway dude be there? seven years, they'll be there again. <laughs> the if, if the Eagles are in the Super Bowl again, they'll be, they'll they'll be, be there. there. I, that was the joke. <laughs> Oh, good point. I'm an idiot. All right. No, they'll definitely be there next year. Slaybo, were you in country when Eagles did the Super Bowl? No, I was in Pakistan, and I woke up in the morning, and the first alert on my phone was, you know, Eagles. It's won. crazy. So I, like, very silently, yeah. And then my... <laughs> but there were these Eagles. Right. But then, but then my husband wanted to watch the game. So all day long, I was like, did you watch the game yet? Did you watch the game yet? Did you watch oh the game yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I went to the movies because I couldn't stand it anymore. And I came back. He's like, I watched the game. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> so later that week I went to um, what we call an, an auntie's luncheon which is like a bunch of very wealthy Pakistani women and um, I'm at the far end of the table and the other end I hear someone saying I heard somebody named the Eagles won the Super Bowl and the other <laughs> end I'm like Eagles won! Start the Eagles chant <laughs> <laughs> That's funny is it? No, I missed it by by just a couple of days. That sucks. Was it pretty amazing? Three weeks later, and you still hear the chants at Flyers games. And oh yeah, dude, <laughs> that is rude. Uh, <laughs> we had a uh, we did my son's birthdays in the summer, so we did like a half birthday for him. So for his friends, instead of doing birthday song, he sang "Fly nice. Eagles Fly." Yeah, nice. <laughs> it was insane. We're like, you like the Eagles a lot, don't you? My mom was raised in Port Richmond, like super Philly girl, and uh, we recorded like one of my nieces singing the Eagles song, and she approached she's like, "What song is that? Did she make it up?" It's like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> it's the Eagles. Did she make? Yeah, she made. How did you good? make it out of Port Richmond yep. with none? I, I literally do not know. Yeah, I, really. I, we were all, we were all like, there was like ten shocked comments, like, "Mom, what is the official Eagles chant?" Speaking of Eagles songs, though, Jamie's song I heard got like half a million hits. Yeah, yeah it got a lot of hits well. on Facebook and then uh, song, four man. million on YouTube. I don't know what you're talking about. Our, our uh, podcast guest, Jamie Stem. Yeah. He, he plays guitar. Uh, he's a singer-songwriter and he re-recorded um, Hallelujah <laughs> with like fake fake Eagles lyrics. It was good. It was really good. Yeah, and he just put it up on his Facebook page, but it, it just took off. He was on you know, Channel, like Channel 6. 6 and... Oh, he was on Channel 6? Yeah, he yeah. was on... Nice. That it was on the radio on uh Y or uh, dude, it, he deserves it. It was badass, dude. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It's very good. I think the only person who's actually on my Instagram is is Mike. Did you see that picture of the guy in the Eagles jacket? I took him back. Yeah. Day. <laughs> All right, already's on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys see that? So there's I don't the do day, shit on the day, the day before, <laughs> I used to like everything. I've been on there lately. The day before the game, I was like going to the grocery store, and some guy in the motorcycle pulled up, and he's wearing like a fucking Eagles jersey and like nice. a jacket. And I leap out of my car and I take a picture, and I'm trying to explain to him I'm from Philly. He's like, "Oh, you're American? Give me your phone number." I was like, oh, never mind. Bye. <laughs> Here's my phone. Push this button on it. But he got off his motorcycle and posed in this like. <laughs> I was like, "No, yeah, you're missing it. We're not that proud." Like, that's awesome it's amazing though right guys you never forget it no I, I I will never forget it dude I, I people were losing the their shit well, dude, dude. watch the game just watch them all go down I was like they're gonna fucking win this game are you kidding me you two went to the parade right <coughs> yeah yeah hell yeah uh, dude we yeah. fucking had a great time too I didn't go because I was a little leery about getting down there and back it was so easy it was so easy yeah. like unbelievably easy well, the, don't I mean, believe the hype yeah they said 3 million people so did you you guys mm-hmm. drove right yep yeah I just drove right down there yeah if you if you if you took the train <laughs> like crowd people. you to, 
Three people are dead. Oh. <laughs> it was, uh, then from what I heard, it was a major, major problem. People were having to wait four or five hours to get a train home. Yeah. But we drove right down to your brother's secret spot, and the fucking parking lot was completely empty. We could have parked significantly closer if we really wanted to, and then we had about a mile and a half walk to Broad, and uh, we were right there in South Philly. You guys park on, like, Front Street? We parked at Ikea. We, we parked at Ikea. Okay. They said it on the radio. They said yeah. Ikea well, on the radio. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, they said there was plenty of spots. So you guys well, are, Ikea opened their parking lot. That they you guys were down near the... the, the uh, Columbus Boulevard. Yeah. And walked over. But yeah. Hennessy well, parked at like 9th and Snyder. Oh, yeah. We, we easily could have parked. He just pulled right up. Oh, of course. I have Dude, no doubt. Yeah. With the monster truck. He was having a good time. Oh, I, Pete. Yeah, I can't yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's his element. Oh, That's yeah. his element. That's, the only thing he's like a fish. Uh, I told him he was a fish in water <laughs> at events like that. Now, the only thing that sucked is we we That's saw awesome. the parade at uh, uh, we were at Jackson, and then we took the subway uptown and went uh, to the art museum and saw like everything going around there. And then we decided to we were going to take the subway back down south and get something to eat and go home. The line for the subway was like two blocks long, so oh, we ended up walking. That. Yeah. So, uh, from the nine, nine miles on, yeah. on the street. Do you remember day. that time when we were in like high school and you and Allie and I went downtown and we thought for some reason that South Street was close to Franklin Institute and we walked the entire way to get there? <laughs> That's pretty far, yeah. Yeah, Mainly. it was very stupid. We just kept going and going. We're like, we got to be close, guys. It's got to be close. We're almost there. It's not too far. It's not. <laughs> but yeah, so my, uh, I, I paid for that the next day for nine miles on. Because I had my phone in my pocket, and I was like, I was just curious, and I was like, Jesus Christ, nine miles. That hurt. Mike, rest your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, rub my feet. <laughs> but it was it was great. It Slow was down, Michael. <laughs> Stop walking. Definitely worth Michael, it. shouldn't you take a break? <laughs> really, hey, a couple of the people that we were with had to stop, and uh, like Tara and I were walking. She's like, should we stop? I was like, no. Oh, so you and John split. You, got, you didn't go up to the art museum? No, no. We were we were all at Broad and Jackson, and then uh, when it was over, we just we headed back to uh, my house. Okay, you had kids with you, right? Yeah, or not? just my son went. Just your son, that's it. My oldest daughter wanted to go to school for whatever reason, so okay, her loss for that. Yeah, but right. I wish she went. But uh, yeah, like my son slapped hands with Blunt and Jai nice. uh, and all that. And nice, it was pretty awesome, dude. He's good. he's pretty much a fan for life now. Oh, I think yeah, after dude. after that it was like it was like heaven for him. I bet. Super hard to find a place to buy beer. A pain in the ass. Oh, did you guys get your free Bud Light anywhere? Or? No. No. Okay. <laughs> we finally found a bar. You'd like go underneath the road to cross it in the subway. Yeah, yeah. So we went under and found a bar to get beers. It was like totally, you remember that, right, Mike? It was like a pain in the ass. Like Well, no, I cuz I didn't uh actually drink anything in the city i brought all my liquor in with me sure, that was smart you get like a little camel back and just... i did i, that yeah, was I smart. had a big backpack with uh, a 1.5 liter of champagne and <laughs> and uh, my my whiskey flask nice <laughs> so i was good hennessy wasn't drinking right That's no a sober as a judge oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, even, I even had a, I had a little bottle of orange juice too, so I could make mimosas. I had a. Did system. you like pour it in your mouth as the like champagne <laughs> came out? No, I had a third plastic <laughs> bottle that was for mixing the spraying champagne all over the crowd, which shake it up. Man, it's <laughs> like a rap video. Well, he's holding orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I think Jason Kelsey did that. Like someone handed him a bottle of champagne and he popped it and he was shaking, spraying. That's everything. awesome, man. But did you also hear that Sidney Jones lost his phone? The the yeah, the rookie yeah, really quarterback sounds like a rhyme. Sidney Jones lost his phone. <laughs> Philip Blunt <laughs> is a cunt. <laughs> it was giving. He's back not. To he's him, not. By oh, the way, right. that's a legend. Yeah. But yeah, I think the fans took pictures on it of them in the crowd, and then they handed it back. Scrot so shots. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was Put a couple of scrot shots was, on there. It was there. several girls, so they did oh. not, in fact, oh, okay. take pictures of their genitalia. Ladies, <laughs> they were ladies. Yeah, I, I will say their phones I, from it. Like, I heard that the Mummers were not invited to the parade. They weren't involved in it. They, they wanted to have good music. Yeah. Look, no, just kidding, just kidding. We are from Philadelphia. Good music is not <laughs> really something we talk about, but we do talk about crazy men who dress up True. like clowns and play banjos. Wait, was it? Yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey was in a Mummers. Kelsey he in was, Mummers. but yeah. I thought that he was in a Mummers because the Mummers would be part of the parade because it's Philadelphia. Like It is kind of surprising. What are we known for? Yeah, why wouldn't we do like a shitty like, the, brass the, band? Why would we have, like Hall Notes and the Hooters and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the Mummers? It's winter. Get out your umbrella and your clown suit. Let's fucking get out there. Your clown pantsuit. Uh, I bet that shit is warm. Honestly, I think it's, uh, it must be. They probably didn't do it because the parade was just going to be long enough. Mm. Because you get it on New Year's with the mummers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, well, uh, I mean, they invite like several hundred mummers as opposed to like yeah. the Philadelphia yeah. String you, Band or, you know. You couldn't, in, if you invite one mummer group, you have to invite them all. Oh, are you, of, are you like. deeply involved in the mummer organization? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, the, it's just the theory of mine. My, my, I, I dabble in mummer theory. <laughs> John's down with the two sweeters. <laughs> I, I had that class in high school. Your future podcast, we break down the difference between the fancy brigade yeah. and then the... Uh... I dabble in mummer theory. Look at all these graphs. Look how they do through the years. It's like a conspiracy theory. It's got lives drawn from one another. This is why the Polish-American string band, clearly. John's trying to get a, uh, a juggalo float in the mummers next there year. Oh, that would be the bomb, dude. And they just learned to play some banjos. Yes. Well, Slayball, uh, did you watch the... Uh, Mummers this year? No, it is. I, I certainly did not get broadcast Mummers in Pakistan. I doubt they would. <laughs> it, it, is, it is a very difficult thing to describe to people who are from another country or even good, really yeah. from another city. Yeah. Like, so then we get him dressed up in these really fancy costumes. <laughs> and then uh, we have banjos. And then we, uh, and, and also a bunch of other instruments nobody wants to listen to at any other time of the year. And then we march down the street. And it takes all day. By the way, they're blacked out drunk. They're blacked out at this point. (laughs) And we wait all day long, and they're like, it's an all-day event. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah." And then they do it again. And then they do it again. Well, this year was uh, Empire Struts Back. Are you serious? It was fucking awesome. No, they're just one of the particular, like, fancies or whatever. Was, I, we were talking about it on the last podcast. I, I was hoping you'd seen it because it was pretty funny. I will definitely YouTube it later. It was it was not high on my list of YouTubing. It was like a, they had a, they had a sign of R two D two holding an umbrella. Oh my god! It was like the craziest goofy thing you've ever seen. Just as a flashback, I, I did a study abroad in Tokyo, and there's a place called Haraju, Harajuku, which is the very fancy area where everyone goes to. Um, like if you see pictures of uh, of Tokyo where people are dressed up really fancy, it's mm-hmm. this area called Harajuku and. There's a, um, a square in front of a shrine. That's where everybody goes. Anyway, when I went, there were like four girls dressed up like mummers. Oh, like, my God. What the fuck is They're going representing, on? They're representing mummers. It was, it was a pretty amazing sort of like... That's crazy. They're like the bronies of... 
the mummers. <laughs> this is our misfits exhibition. Yeah, right. It's, it's like <laughs> bronies, <laughs> mummers. You know, honestly, that's probably not a bad comparison because it is majority men who get involved in dressing up like fancy clowns yeah. true. and strutting around. That's very true. Yes. And the strut's homies. the whole thing. The really. strut is the whole thing. Yeah. So it's very you, masculine. John. <laughs> yeah, what's so do you think uh, it's true? Like we, when we were going bowling, we would get strikes and they were contagious. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So do you think the Flyers and Sixers are going to go deep in the playoffs and get contagious? Yeah, I with, hope. Well, with no. riding off the Eagles, <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer is no. I think. I, I mean, I believe they're both going to make the playoffs. Oh, they're both going to make the playoffs. Yeah. This last run, man, it's. it's I feel like we're at the top of the world, and I feel the, like there's only way it goes down. This would not be standing if you managed to get three teams to the top of oh, their. That'd be awesome. They're underdogs. I mean, I, it would I, be like move, but the entire. Season. <laughs> well, we had, that'd be awesome. We had it in eighty. The Flyers, no, yeah, Flyers, Sixers, Eagles. They were all and Phillies. Well, no, the Flyers weren't, but I know the Phillies, Sixers, yeah, yeah, and definitely. the Birds were all in. Yeah, but the did they did they in the championship? But win it. They didn't win it. No, but they were because all in it. The Phillies what won in eighty four? They won. No, they won in eighty. They won in eighty. They won in eighty. That was a really good. Then team. Sixers won in eighty three, mm-hmm. and then Eagles lost in eighty one. Ninety three was the the Phillies again. Ninety no eighty three Phillies won. Ninety three they lost. They lost. Yeah, yeah. and then Toronto and then two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand four. I'm so pissed I didn't go that Phillies parade. Which one? That was, was. Uh, the one when we were like six, or the one when you were like. <laughs> Both. We were like twenty. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. like thirty. You went. Did you went? Yeah, yeah you went. Awesome. No, I went to the yeah. one when I was a, a child, and, and when you were saying, "I wish my kids had come," like it's a very positive memory for my childhood of going down and, and watching the parade, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It like makes you a fan, like forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Well. Yeah, the two thousand. We'll, we'll go to the next one in fifty years. <laughs> They'll wheel you. <laughs> wheel me I'll be that old asshole guy at the, at the Minneapolis yeah, game. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny O has been a fan since he was two. <laughs> Yo. 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 <laughs> Yo, Mike, how funny was it when uh, Pete's like, hey, roof guy. Roof guy. Were you there oh, when he was yeah. doing that? <laughs> There's like a guy up on the roof across the street. He's just yelling at him. And Pete got everybody like kind of yelling and looking at this guy on the roof. He's like, roof guy! Like you're like part of the parade, dude. It was... It was Pete was in great, reform. Great, great... Like oh, I said, I fish in water. A was, fish in water. How did he get water? any drive? Water. 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 Uh, I think Pam drove. <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully Pam drove. Hopefully not but Pete. But of course, I mean, you know... Like, you know... I know. It's Pete and Pam. It doesn't matter. They were... Oh, yeah. Time. yeah, absolutely. He was living La Vida Loca. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if I... Uh, shit, I don't know if I should say this. Don't, don't, say, don't say... Don't say... No, listen, because I'll never no? do it. I said I was going to cut other shit out where I said something I didn't want to say. Did? Okay. I thought I did, but I didn't. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm not the best no, editor. Man. Yeah, I'm he, not the best he editor. He was, was, was leaving his mark on self. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. All right, that's good. We'll just leave it like that. We'll leave it like that. <laughs> I have no doubt. I, I, and one thing I will say, just switching to... Definitely cryptic enough. But, uh, you know, I know that weed has been decriminalized in Philadelphia, and, you know, you really have to do something to make the cops bust you for it. There was a fucking lot of weed. Dude, in everybody <laughs> was smoking there weed. Was so much oh, that's so, so we get some international news on our local stations, and they were showing some shots from Philly, and one of the shots was, like, this dude with this gigantic blunt, and I was like, <laughs> it's all out. And, you know, and I yeah. was just, I was laughing so hard I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, you know, of course, like in context, nobody in Pakistan understands what they're showing. Do, like, <laughs> right, smoking, oh, this guy, you know, massive yeah. Philly blunt. To be honest, Mike, it, it wasn't just the parade because I just started a new job site in Southwest Philly, and when I leave Southwest, it, I had the windows down and it smelled of weed continually from 58th and whatever crossroad I'm at until I got up to the Police Touch Museum. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's just that natural smell of Southwest Philly or... <laughs> or everybody down there smoking weed all the time. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And they just opened the first uh, dispensary in, like, yeah. Chester or something. Mm-hmm. Wait, is, it's not legalized in Pennsylvania, right? I think so. Not medical. just for medical, okay. though. Just for medical right there's now. There's one in Sellersville, too. Yeah, there, there's... Supposedly there's going to be in North there. Wales. Well, yeah, there's... Oh. A, there's Snap. Yeah, right behind uh, back door. The, uh, what's the medical the uh, are spreading fast, and there is a, already a push for recreational, but... Starting to feel anxiety. In Pennsylvania, it'll be a while. Well, right. I mean, the it's government coming just... It's coming on. ...to push back against legalized weed, so... There's uh, definitely a big pushback. Riley Cote, he was a uh, Philadelphia Flyer. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they keep bringing him as, like, a celebrity guest to the dispensaries. <laughs> Because he's a big advocate for it. He opened up the one in Sellersville. And he he was going to go to the one in Ambler or Ardmore. We need somebody famous to sell weed. (laughs) No, nobody's going to smoke this. Oh, no. That's awesome. I just thought it was funny. One one more quick thing about the uh, parade. The absolute saddest thing I saw at the parade was uh, when we went up to the art museum. There are certain areas of the art museum that are uh, they're kind of like little hillocks, and they have uh, wrought iron fencing around them. And it was obvious that the employee, like the art museum or someone, had told people, "Look, had told their workers, stand in here, just make sure nobody comes over the wrought iron fence." <laughs> so these poor, poor bastards were standing inside these little fenced-in areas, and of course, it's a fence. What happens at fences and fucking parades or anything like that? People piss on them. So sweet. They had to stand there in the middle of these little fenced-in areas and just stare at dicks all day. Because it was just an endless (laughs) shit. I went and peed on the fence. I had to go. You should be a woman. That's like literally the girls were going behind the electrical box. No, no, I meant like having people like whip their dicks out in front of me. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. I would have hooked up a car battery to the fence. And <laughs> I just couldn't believe these. Ooh, faces. shocking! They were like, oh. <laughs> "What are these sound effects?" They were, they were just, they were crestfallen. Where are our sound effects? Is that guy do? Yeah, he nah, I, I got like seventeen percent left, and I oh, still no. have to do a. Uh, uh, <laughs> a life is fucking hard, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, I, I, I barely got home enough. It's, it's cool, Chris. You're yeah. good, man. What? Uh, Thank you. Just ask for the wine. I was trying to. It would have been. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Not less, on the podcast. It would have been. <laughs> yeah, I barely got Fucking home. Up the mojo to have to have uh, dinner, and then I just. Uh, it's all good, Chris. I, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I had to use this for GPS today. Okay. I mean, I honestly thought you were going to say they had to stand there and have people with batteries at them, which no, would be the just, most Philly thing ever. No, it was just dicks. <laughs> But, but, but oh, yeah, they, oh, they were shell shocked. You could tell on their faces because we got there at like uh, probably eleven, ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and so they had already been there for hours, and they were just had this blank stare on their face, like it doesn't even affect me seeing the dicks anymore. They're just the pushed dicks, against the, the fence. People are pissing on them and well, stuff. Well, they were they're like four, you know, they're wrought iron, so there's probably four inches between each, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> slot. 
Sure, it was so rot. How, how rot was it? So, so every two foot, there was a dick hanging out. <laughs> At least. Yeah. Yeah. It was like uh, Philly Jerks. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Someone's over there. Yo, they were at the parade. Where they, Phil, oh, they were. They had a stand next to the t-shirt place. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Did you guys go check it out? What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, were they all oh, right? You got to hear me. Our like single Philly's? greatest episode ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't live in this country anymore. Eagle, Eagle, Eagle shirts? Or you definitely don't want to now. <laughs> John? Did yeah, you, did you have a stand for all right already shirts over there? Yeah, sold out, dude. Sold out. <laughs> what you do with all the profit? I uh, reinvested it yeah. in the company. <laughs> reinvested in beer. <laughs> I made it rain at Club Risque. Oh, really? Nice. So you guys did go to not to bounce back to Wingle, you went to Club Risque after Wingle? Yes. We popped in for a brief yeah. moment or two. Yes. Nice. Yeah, there was two juggling around. <laughs> Two moments. I got the uh, I got the bartender to flash me. Nice. That's what he I does. I don't think she was supposed to, but because the other one got like went over and started reaming her out. <laughs> like Kim, let Kim, me rephrase that. Neither not the <laughs> Hey, you got to be careful using the word "ream out." In that oh, no. Like Dave, Dave knows the one bartender, Kim, <clears throat> and then the other one is a little bit like uh, I guess. Don't say the names though. Just but. That's yeah, I guess it cares. It doesn't matter. The other girl, Jill. Allegedly, that's her, allegedly, that's allegedly, no one. Allegedly, someone might hear it, but I doubt it. I don't think. <laughs> the other girl, Jill, she's very buxom. And like I had just been like, hey, can I see them? And she's just like, sure. And she whipped about, and I was Man. like, hey, guys. How'd look. you come up with that? <laughs> you get, let me you, see them. You get a few drinks in yourself and no. Uh, no. kind of let loose a little bit. Nice. Yeah. It was a good time, man. Yes. We were rocking out. I blacked out. I can't <laughs> imagine. We all no did. No doubt. We all did. I, I don't remember. Did I pass out on the ride home to the Blue Dog? Or? Dude, look. I couldn't figure out how to fucking pay. And I was there for a long time. And I turned around, everyone's gone. Kevin wasn't in his house. I don't know where he went. You didn't even see me back out of the driveway? No. I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. And then I went, saw your car's gone. Or moved out, I mean. Yeah. And went to Kevin's door and knocked on the door and nobody's there. He was there. Uh, yeah. he, was, he passed out. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened, dude. You responded when I texted you. Because <laughs> like, I say? I, 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 I don't know. Fuck you. I got home at like uh, six something. Because uh-huh. you guys were like, text me when you get home. I'm like, all right. It's and, a long day. Six to six. And I woke up. Twelve hours. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Five to six. The next day I woke up. I had a pile of wood in the back of my car. <laughs> like, I stopped somewhere and either... It's a bunch of chopped up mannequins. Or, no, no, like, people had firewood for sale. So, I don't remember if I had any money left. I either stole it or I bought it. There goes Chris, wasting his paycheck on firewood again. Well, no, I mean, I need... I have a fireplace, but... I don't know I why I thought I'd need firewood. I see Chris, like, all hammered, right? Gets out, just starts stealing. Get the fuck out of here. I'm taking your fucking wood. Screaming at some dude. Luckily, that guy drove him home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I was a uh, 12 vodka pint. Yeah, exactly. Vodka Red Bull pints. Ugh. Yeah, I woke up at 3, and I had the uh, the sugar shakes with the caffeine withdrawal. It was a tough day. So, Slaybell, what's the weed policy in Pakistan? Um, Murder. Theoretically, uh, it's interesting because we grow it in our uh, northern areas and actually it's used in a local tea. So like you get into the higher areas, uh, the higher, I'm sorry, above sea level areas and you Uh go and order tea. (laughs) The higher levels where they're super high. (laughs) 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 
So Dang. clever. Uh, but no, it's it's brewed it's in a traditional tea. So there are areas of the country where you're just kind of high all the time. Because they just make weed tea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's it's, cool. it's not... You, it's traditional. It's you, not like... When you move to a different country, you don't necessarily think about drugs in the same way you think about them here in the States. And, and in many things. Like, um, right. Uh, my daughter's a vegetarian and she had a really difficult time eating there until someone explained to us that the concept of vegetarianism is actually related instead of like we think of it as a food group it's actually related to like wealth so poor people can't afford meat gotcha so vegetarianism is chicken because it's the cheapest meat you can buy gotcha and then like we would go to a to a, status right you know so so weed uh, and many other drugs aren't considered in the same way we would construct them here in the United States. So huh. weed, in general, is sort of separate. Um, there's a huge meth problem in Pakistan. Uh, because they can manufacture it. Yeah, look, your your expression on your face is the exact expression really? I had. I never thought that. Right. I was blown away because, to me, meth is like a middle America problem, yeah, right? Really? Yeah. Um, but uh, we have meth explosions all over the city all the time. Uh huh. Heroin, I knew, was already an issue there because we are the major port of trade for heroin the in the The poppy world. fields and shit. It comes down through Afghanistan and comes out our port and comes to the rest of the world. So I got to ask about the, the meth thing. Like, I know like the bikers used to make it from like, pseudoephedrine, mm-hmm. and that there's other ways to make it, but... I've seen break it back. It would not be through pseudoephedrine <laughs> because that would be out of the price range of yeah. these people, so they are clearly making it in some other way. I don't know enough about meth to really Yeah, no, I mean, either. I'm just wondering, like, it's... It's like shit you can like, buy at Pet like, Boys. I feel well, like I heard that. It's just like like she right. said, like the it's like uh, match the heads in America. Like, like you could make it from any kind of pharmaceutical thing, but then they started checking licenses. Right, right. So yeah, they, yeah. they put a thing on that. Like, to me, it was a very American drug. Like oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't expect to go halfway around the world and find out that there was a major meth problem yeah. someplace else. Yeah. Like, to me, it's, it's like a super American uh, drug. feels American, yeah. How about yeah I always thought that, too. And then, uh, do you remember, this is, you know, in the late 80s, there was that Japanese religious cult that bombed. Anya Shreki. Yes. Those guys. Oh, they talk- at one time yeah. were supplying over thirty the Saran wrap people of the meth for the entire world. Wow! Yeah, out of Japan. Like, yeah, they made it, it was really shitty meth, but that's they why they're making- funding their activity. activity yeah, that yeah. was like how they were smart making money was they sold all the meth in the world. So anyway. in in developing countries like Pakistan, and I imagine if I really poked into it, you would find it in other countries as well. Like people are desperately poor, and they alleviate their poverty by huffing paint you know uh glue anything they can kind of get their hands on um and in karachi there are several uh orphanages or basically children who live on the street who are addicted already at six or seven oh shit i saw that yeah we we did a documentary on on it um you did yeah our our really did um which is like this incredibly sobering awful thing to realize Mm -hmm. and it just it's a very if you haven't lived in a developing country, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very difficult thing to conceptualize and understand that, you know, I went every day for three years to my campus and every day for three years I passed a family who lived on a median, you know. Yeah, it's awful. Right. And they were there every single fucking day. And that's where they lived. And, you know, generally people who live in the street have tend to have drug problems because of how well Steve Yeah. Get. The one I saw, they were like huffing paint or yeah. something. Yeah, they, they have It was paint. like crazy. It was not good. They're yeah. like nine. Well, uh, they get a, they per- they get purposely addicted by mobsters who run them. Uh, gotcha. You know, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, mobsters. It's, it's true. I mean, it's a mm. real thing that happens. And they addict kids because it makes them easier to control. 
Um, and one of the things they tell you, or I would tell you if you guys came to visit me, is like, don't pull money out, don't give it to beggars, which seems like a very um, callous thing to do, but people are literally watching you to watch where you put your money, to watch if you give money out, they will follow you, they will tag you, they will you know, mug you. Oh, um, because they know you have money. Yeah. Oh, John doesn't have a problem with that. He doesn't give money to anybody. Yeah, I'm pretty touch tight wise, so well, I would still I mean, give. Perfect. Please come visit me in Pakistan. Oh, it'll work out well. It'll work out well. Yeah, I don't tip. No. I, I'm a very generous person. I'm a very generous person. I don't tip. We move over to Pakistan too, so you can not figure out how to pay your. <laughs> you can fuck him over over there no. too. What's the uh, the thing in high school? You said it was like VCR head cleaner. Yeah, what? people used to the, that. Yeah. yeah, VCR head cleaner. Yeah, we had yeah. VCR head cleaner for summer. How did I get that? Somebody uh, gave it to me. You said it was like, I, what the hell was that movie? Fear and Loathing. It, they, it was. Uh, it wasn't ether. It, had, I know. it has butane in it. Okay, it <laughs> make you feel like you were going to die. I'm not sure. It was not good. <laughs> I'm sure wasn't like, yeah, this is fucking fun, man. Uh, this is awesome. You know what? There was a kid that Scott when Scott and I used to work together uh, that huffed butane. I'll tell you afterwards, Scott. I think and Scott's I remember, quizzical, like. Maybe you have too much butane when you're... Well, kids die from it. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think. What, at Gun Club? Yeah. Uh, oh, I think I knew who it is. Do you remember yeah. the kid and that I got, remember but, he was like, dude, we're going to huff butane yeah, afterwards. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, you know what? I, I, I'm i saying no. Like, I'm going to say no to drugs. <laughs> I wanna, Sorry. I'm going to skip on that. I'm going to skip on that. I was going to say, butane. like, uh, I think it's from Fear and Loathing, but like, I'm not sure if I'm going to say it right, but what's, is it amyl nitrate? Yeah. That's those poppers, yeah. yeah. Okay, that, I thought you said that the VCR head cleaner was like that. I think it was it had to be similar to that. You yeah. put it up your ass when you went to have sex. And... Well, yeah, your boyfriend comes over, you got to be ready. <laughs> like, you soak it in wet paper towel and shove it up your ass. <laughs> no, I, it just it, it would like really make you feel like you were going to die. John introduced me to booty bumps. What do you? I didn't. I just mentioned that it exists. I wasn't. Yo, I did not want to be part of that conversation. I feel no, like I'm kidding. Much of this podcast me going, "What's that?" Yeah. <laughs> no, no. He, he, so he, uh, John was the first one who that told me about it, and then I actually saw it in uh, the, the Wolf, Straight the, Man, the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> straight. I never knew it existed. I like, think I've read I about it. I don't yeah, know that's, what, that's about what, these millennials. I mean, the hardest drug that we could get a hold of when we were in high school was no, like LSD. Well, yeah, no, it was like, <laughs> like you take cocaine and you put it in a straw and you blow it up your lover's ass. It's, it's called a booty bump. Or just an acquaintance. <laughs> Could be anybody. Doesn't have to be your laundry. Uh, stranger on the street. Oh, you, you told me about this when we were bowling one time. Absolutely. Just, it was just a normal conversation, though. Hey, you know what's really great? Fans, this is why with your wife. you should have had a podcast. It's not, it's just something I, I guarantee. It's just something I read. read it, by the way? Like, Triple NCR. Are you going to edit all this drug stuff out, or... No. Okay, right. I mean, please make sure to continue not using my real name. Yeah, no problem. I can edit out whatever you want. All right. Uh, so, what? Just discussing it's fine, though, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. no. I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I you remember hit. in high school when we got all that cocaine. <laughs> Anywho, what were we talking about? I don't. We drugs. got. We were, in fact, talking about drugs. But anyway, yes. Said, no, uh, it's amazing how much it smells like weed in South Philly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's decriminalized. So, like, my son was like, it smells like weed here. <laughs> so he said. Yeah, I think he just heard he, us saying it. Right, right, What right. is he, eight? Six. Six? Yeah. Is he screaming at Roof Guy? <laughs> he thought that was awesome. Oh, he I'm thought sure. that was a really good Roof Guy. Yeah, sure he's like, he wasn't up there with him. <laughs> I know. I tried to run to the other side and climb up in. I heard uh, Joel Embiid tore it up in the All-Star game. 
He was pretty good. He was pretty good. I didn't see the second half. I only watched I, the first know, I half. didn't watch any of it. I just watched highlights. Oh, I watched just to see him. And Jay wanted to watch it. And he's like, I want to see Joe. I'm like, All right, let's watch it then. Watch the first half. Then you have to go to bed. So. I agree with the sports talk. Yeah. Sports ball is awesome. Sports ball is fantastic. Sports ball is awesome. <laughs> I'm hoping to bring in a, uh, a a nice blue chip player. Ooh. Yeah. What do you think? What? In the offseason? Who, the Sixers? Sixers, yeah. Yeah, they could, yeah. I know. They, got, they got a shot at Brown Brown. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think not? he was, uh, well, I, he wasn't in the seven teams that were listed, so, that he wanted to go to. No, I saw him, I saw them listed in one of the, in the teams he wanted to go to. Does okay. that, anybody ever really want to go to Philly? Do they? Well, yeah. Yeah. These days, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So I, 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 that's just what you guys tell each other. It's okay. Well, no, we just had one one dude. Uh, well, Marco Bellinelli. He's not a huge player, but he was he could have gotten the job anywhere, and he was a free agent. He's what what sports ball does he play? Basketball. Okay. I was going to say, is it possible for him to go to Golden State? Do they have cap they room. They can't afford it. Okay, that's what I thought. Who LeBron? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. if they want to pay an ass little luxury tax, they could, but not. Because right, that that's like just not fair. It's just like here's the title. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah, no. That's like Steph and yeah. All right, it's enough about that. All right, all right, that's enough. That's enough. So, what ball. happened to phone holsters? I don't know where they go. <laughs> uh, guys in my I work, still, they're gone. I still see them. I, I still, still see, see them. But like full size phone holster. Yeah, yeah. It's guys in my work use yeah. them all the time. Yeah, like I, I've seen the. Guys oh really? Do they still exist? Yeah, because like, well, I wear a tool. You pouch. thought you were just segueing, but you actually opened a totally <laughs> a way worse <laughs> conversation. <laughs> It was one of my topics. Like I was like sitting around thinking, I'm like, I haven't seen a phone holster for a long time. Why don't but... we talk about pagers? I mean, if you want to really have a good <laughs> conversation. Well, do you remember like people would have like double phone holsters almost? Like yeah. they have their work phone and the regular uh, phone. Oh yeah, I, and I a remember holster. That, that, there was a, yeah, it's real. That was kind of like a, uh, a it's uh, real urban sign of gangsterness. You'd see guys with like four different phones hanging off them. What, drug dealers. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High school, high school students. Uh, oh my god, he's yeah, got he's three just... phone holsters, honey. He's like, gangster. Gangster. I, I didn't get like a, a cellular phone until like 2003. <laughs> I don't remember when I got my first one, but I was it was well after. I, I don't think I got, I got one my first one when I went to Japan, where it cost uh, me one yen. And when I came back that next year, I got my first American cell phone. Where I mean, we were a little phone. bit late, but not. No, it was one of those Nokia's. Oh, nice! And in fact, I got the sticker oh. for it. And Mike was like, "I really like your flame sticker. Where did you get it?" Because <laughs> I had the same one. Right, I, he did. I, I he did. had the I same had phone. The big, same because everybody movie. had the same phone. <laughs> I remember. I had, mine had a glow in the dark face on yeah. it. <laughs> he did. He did walk up to me on campus one day. And he's like, where did you get that flame cover? <laughs> do you feel like it's more satisfying talking to a flip phone than a smartphone? I do, because then when you slam it shut, because you're putting someone, it's that's like good. a very satisfying, like, I'm done. That's a really good, I didn't. I just was thinking button-wise, but that's well, even better. Yeah, like, I'm done with true. you. You can't, you can't slam a smartphone. You can. Well, you can, but Slam why? it down. It's like $800. <laughs> what I find it's not a good idea. It's a very quiet, like, I'm mad at you. <laughs> Take that. My, uh, my foreman still has that flip phone. But what I find hilarious is like people nowadays like I, they want that that closure. So like if you go anywhere like a lot, well at least a lot of people that I know, they just put their phone upside down. Yeah, and I just find so, that, oh, to say that it's done. Well, no, I just they don't want you to see who's calling them. It could be vibrating, whatever. Like because uh, it just pops up. Gotcha. Like, I, I do that if I'm having like if I'm having lunch or something. You put it face or down. Dinner, yeah. I yeah, was texting someone about my mom today, and she was standing there, and I'm like angling myself. Like, so no one sees what you're texting. <laughs> yeah, she's I like, "What are you doing? Like, nothing, nothing about you." 
I, I just yeah, no, nothing I, at all. Because I hate like if you're having a conversation and the phone rings and then the conversation stops while you're after. Well, the phone's still ringing. I know. Or vibrating. Face or down, I can feel it vibrating and I can just go, mm-hmm. okay, and be like, no, I just, I've actually out. heard it's rude to put your phone out at all. Well, yes, I. I've heard that, but when I when my job it. was a little bit busier and I had to like really be on call twenty four seven, I would go out to dinner with my husband. He'd be like, "Be present, Christy." I'm like, "I am on my phone. <laughs> I'm right here on my phone." <laughs> I don't like shit in my pockets, especially when you sit down. It kind of like bulks up. I've just heard at meetings and stuff. Angry. People, some people, but I, I don't see the people. I read that people are upset if you ever phone out, well, but I've never actually seen it happen because everybody puts them out. I watch a lot of news for obvious reasons, and uh, I noticed for the first time on watching CNN that the, the host had her phone next to her so that, you know, mm. any breaking news that was coming through, she could have it immediately oh. as a... And I thought that was a weird... Yeah. See, that's a little odd to see on a professional... Well, we all have our phones out. Sounds yeah. like RT. Sure. If you look right down... Scott doesn't have his phone There's out, four... So. He's a better person. There's than four we phones. We need it for... It's just in the back. Well, there's four phones out right now. Mike's the only one that has it turned down. Yeah. Mine's turned off. I mean, no, no, like... No, no, turned, turned over. Oh, yeah. Like, I, he's, I, got, he's got something no, to hide. No, I was totally checking Facebook and uh, while we were talking about this. No, so. it's, it's I just find that to be a sign of, like, you got something to hide or dishonesty. I don't True. know. I, it no. might just be... Um, I don't think so. What you hiding, motherfucker? Yeah, like, if I, if I eat, like... I'm uh, strangers here. If I go into a customer's office or, like, have lunch with a customer or something, I honestly don't want them seeing what's going on on my phone. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, a lot of people, like, it's force a habit. I know, see it all the time. And I'm like, why do you do that? Text a lot. So, like, if one guy's texting me, why'd you give it? Or, like, hey, can I get this discount or something? I don't want them to be like, hey, wait a minute. You're giving that to that guy? I don't want them to do this. Let me finish talking to this asshole. Let me fuck this guy over and yeah. I get to you. I get back. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, man, it's his business. No, nah, I hear you. It's, it's the same thing. thing. It's the same thing. Because so. bing and a big dick pic pops up. <laughs> I'm trying to send a dick pic here. <laughs> well, so, exactly. Yeah, I, I have our friend G off on my phone. Yeah, you so gotta watch I him. have to be extremely yeah, but, careful. Yeah. Oh yeah. He now, is now, a foul human being. Yes. Images do pop up, but they're small. Then they're why like do you have him on your phone? He's a great guy, but he's no, just... no, no, no. You cannot be a great guy and a foul human being. Yes, you can. No, you you have to meet G off. Yeah, I don't yeah. care to. He's got a great. I don't. I don't really need to meet anybody where I might be worried that he'd send me a dick pic. <laughs> no, not his own. No, it definitely oh. won't be his own. Oh, he just sends random people's dicks. Yeah, so you, you never know. What he walk up to you and be like, "Can I take a picture of your penis?" No, 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 no. It's, it's not like, like it's, it's yo. Like, you're like in the toilet. You're like, yo, I gotta take a picture of that. Send my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm gonna make you famous. Uh, reach it over. Yo, that shit's tight, man. Uh, Let me send a picture of that to my bud. There's a, uh, a Geico commercial where a guy like walks up to the other guy at the urinal and like looks over. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't no. see that one. Yeah. Oh, and speaking there you of... Go. Uh, uh, this particular tech? person is a, is a former union electrician, and he's still friends with a lot of union people. So he gets so on those... Why is he friends like, with you? What's that? Why is he friends with you? Uh, <laughs> mutual <laughs> friends. Uh, personality, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. He enjoys my company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We banter. But so we banter. banter. <laughs> Fairly extreme. I was, I was making a dig at his lack of union. I feel like maybe if I'm explaining my jokes, I should probably just shut up. <laughs> no, it was good. Mike said anti union. Text joked you earlier, so. Yeah, well, speaking of phones, I mean, in terms of things that have developed, I I pulled over the side of the road to let you know I can make it tonight, and then you start texting me as I'm driving. You're like, Christy, you're such a fucking like hypocrite. But you're texting me as you're driving. <laughs> Oh, yeah. she, had the, she had like Jesus an auto Christ. reply thing. It just said, "Well, I'm no, driving. my car is reading my t- my text to me." <coughs> ah. 
what? What is going on? I'm on 95. And like, I'm getting these texts. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> I don't like the way technology is developed. It can be difficult to express sarcasm at times. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm literally thinking about that scene in uh, the school where he's like, <laughs> He's a good teacher. <laughs> he really cares. He really cares. <laughs> she looked a little bit like that. <laughs> also, also, a film I tried to show to my twenty-year-old daughter, and she's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> does it hold up? It does. It does. Well, no. Look, I mean, it doesn't hold up in so much that you have Thornton to ignore Mellon. certain sexist and racist elements. Do you think of, it? Was, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But in terms of like, I can watch that movie a million times. It is. I love as that funny movie. As shit, you know, in twenty eighteen as it was whenever it came out. I don't know for anything that Rodney's in is it still funny. Uh, easy money's tough watch i love easy money really i used to love it well he was the abusive father in natural born killers it's not exactly a funny role yeah that's not but i'm not saying saying it's (laughs) a funny role i'm sorry i'm gonna take you with your absolute statement which was like (laughs) do whatever you want i just i'm just telling you i still like it so whatever (laughs) that is true though that's a really dark role for him it's a good choice right you know it's actually one of my favorite films i love he's kind of a dark person I feel well, like he's dead. So technically, was extremely was. dark. <laughs> extremely well. Well, now, yeah, he's in the dark. It is dark in here. It's in the closet. I, I still. It was an interesting day. Well, I mentioned this in the pre-podcast podcast, but I have never been picked for jury duty, and I honestly kind of want to be. You want to? I've for never me? gone through it. I really would love to be on like one of those murder trials I'm, I say that now well, without actually having been on it right I mean it, you know I'm sure the OJ people thought all wanted to get on that jury you know and then probably two months in there well like, did you watch oh, the home? people no. versus OJ, I did right in that whole episode about the jury yeah it made it seem a lot less glamorous <laughs> theoretically though I could have been picked for the Cosby really oh really it's in Norristown we all could have theoretically been picked for the Cosby were you called for it no, but I was at jury duty in Norristown. Theoretically, I, was saying, I could have been picked for... You wouldn't uh, be, though. You're not Montgomery County. Theoretically, I could have been picked for the Gary Heidnick case. I mean, Ooh, I was six, one. but... Yeah, now you wouldn't be. I'd be uh, like, I was thinking of... Uh, what's his name? Shit. Who was the... Not Gary Papa. Who was the, the sports guy that ended up... Tolleson? Don, Don Tolleson. You could have got that, yeah. Don Tolleson was a reporter for... Yeah, I remember Don Tolleson. What did he yeah. do? Uh, stole a bunch of charity money. Yeah, he literally like ripped yeah. people off. Yeah. Come on, man, that doesn't compare to Bill Cosby. No, I know, but I would like saying. to talk to you. <laughs> and then I'm like sitting there. <laughs> oh, is that supposed to be Bill Cosby? Oh, <laughs> uh, but Bill Cosby sweater on the whole trial. <laughs> oh, is that supposed to be Bill Cosby? Nice, nice, nice impersonation. <laughs> I would like about your pills. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What was it? Well, it makes me want to do my OJ. Your OJ was fine. It was good. It's quite adequate. Can we, uh, we were talking about OJ for a second. So I, when my daughter was visiting me in Pakistan, we sat down to watch The People vs. O.J. Simpson. And you get to the episode with the car chase, right? So she's 20, so she's literally exactly a generation. I totally remember right? it, yeah. So we're watching, and, and finally she goes, did this, did this really happen? I was like, oh, yeah. And like a couple minutes later, she's like, was he driving really slow? I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, did the cops just follow him? I'm like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you know, and I'm increasingly <laughs> realizing how crazy this must seem to her, but to me, like, right. I would distinctly remember it. And, she's, and finally, all of a sudden, she's like, wait, did people come out with signs? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, why didn't they pull him over? I'm like, I don't know. Who's OJ Simpson? I it guess. is crazy. I totally remember watching it. Yeah. yeah. I remember it happening. I remember it happening. I remember the summer of 95 when the, you know, like standing in the middle of my office as we all waited for the, the sentencing. To oh, my out. God. Yeah. We reeled a tiny little, like, 13-inch TV out because that's what it was at the time. And we all stood there and it's waited crazy. For, for the uh, sentencing. Which it tries was, that glove on and shit. That, that, and, uh, <laughs> well, again, again, like if you think how crazy that seems to somebody who didn't live through it, like, Oops. and then he gets off because he tried in a glove and it was too well, small. Just for someone yeah. to like be like, you're skeptical of DNA evidence, uh, right, like, right. why? Exactly. Like, no one ever heard of it. They're like, I don't know about that shit. I don't think it's real. Right. Uh, Fake news, dude. Fake news. That. If you guys have not watched that People First OJ Simpson, it is. So worth it. It's yeah, no, I've been meaning good, to watch. Huh? Amazing. Yeah. Hmm. I've been meaning to watch it. David Schwimmer is so good in that. It's kind yeah. of like a history show. My husband show. wandered in. He goes, is that, is that Ross? I'm like, yeah, what? he's really good at this. Oh, he was amazing. What you say? It's kind of like a history show. Like, teach your kids about OJ history. Right. I had explained to somebody, like, who, uh, for people who haven't watched the show or were not, I guess, old enough to remember this, that he was a Kardashian, right? And that's where the Kardashians yes. become famous from. Right. The lawyer, right? right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, no, and, and, like, I had explained to him, like, well, that's. They're like, oh, he's the same name as Kim. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> like, what a shocker! And then her, her mom in the show is also named. <laughs> what a weird thoughts. coincidence! Right. I could connect those dots. Wait, wait a minute, that one Kardashian looks an awful lot like OJ. <laughs> <laughs> and she got a big ass head. She does. She does uh, not at all look like O.J. Simpson. She looks um, so much like O.J. She's Simpson. just tall. Women can be tall. She's got the same chin. This is what we started talking about. What? This is where your O.J. impersonation came I was like, oh, that's my daughter. <laughs> she totally looks like O.J. She does not look like O.J. Simpson at totally all. Looks I don't know. Like she does not. She <laughs> I, will, I will go to the mat on this one. <laughs> so what? <laughs> that's it. That, that, that chin is Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a big head, man. I will leave her kick to the balls. So, like... She just does not. It's hilarious. We can talk about that later. <laughs> what, me kicking you in the ball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Where were we before we left off? Oh, oh you kicked right. her in the nuts. Where were we? <laughs> so, yeah. Fucking <laughs> OJ. I don't know how we got there. Okay. I I, I, I think it was uh, no, it makes holsters. I can't. holsters? <laughs> It is kind of weird, though. You wouldn't think like that was real with the white Bronco and shit. No. Yeah, right. Like, how like, bizarre is that to think about? Wasn't there a Howard Stern prank call at the house? Yeah. 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 I don't know. And I see OJ. He's like, I see OJ in the house. Like that. He's, he's sneaking around. <laughs> he's and down. And he looks I don't know very about scared. This. That's what and, happened. And, live and, news. And maybe on li- yeah. live national TV. And then Al Michaels calls in and he's like, I, I think that was a uh, farcical phone call. <laughs> Because yeah, at the end of it, the guy went. Bob Michaels knew. The guy said Bob Booey. Yeah, he did Bob Booey. And Bob Booey to y'all. It was uh, something indicative to a uh, radio uh, personality. Uh, what a crazy moment uh, right there! It was there, awesome huh? moment in time, man. Yeah, a lot of crazy shit happening with that. Oh, you yeah, totally just got shot today. They Wait, it would one hundred percent just shoot the car. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, oh, that's, <laughs> they they shredded. Oh. <laughs> They'd Instagram Kim Kardashian on top of it. 
Did any of you guys see the uh, the documentary <laughs> Paradise Lost? Chris comes in. We're like, I would like to talk about something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about the. I have seen. I've seen. He's talking about documentaries. It's it's funny because that when that took place, I think it was like ninety. Yeah, I know a lot about this. I was gonna say ninety two, ninety three, and then now with the DNA evidence that came out, like the third, there was three of them, Mm -hmm. Uh and they were able to find the real killer because. Wait, wait! I thought they hadn't. They, I mean, my understanding the last time I heard is that they were still pointing towards Terry. uh, Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. They had DNA evidence about him. And they had people saying that he wasn't home at the time that the kids were murdered. Huh. But, but, uh, it was like an uncle or something. Like he's the step, fa- stepfather father. of one of the boys who was murdered. Okay. But like the first one, they made you believe it was this one guy. I forget his name. Damien Echo. Oh, you're talking about the father? The, of the, yeah, the yeah. stepfather of Chris uh, Byers. Yeah, so the stepfather of Chris Byers who... If you anybody is interested in true crime documentaries, these are like literally the the epitome of true crime documentaries because they went down there during the beginning of the case and they were actually able to follow it through all the the various things but um so the father who clearly has some sort of drug problem Mm. and i'm not going to say meth but it was probably meth um (laughs) like like takes the documentary filmmakers out to the middle of the woods and just starts like ranting about how he's going to murder these kids and like it's it's the most bizarre like definitely like this dude had something to do with it like Mm. a very very weird um, and by the next um, documentary, which is about ten years later, maybe about that long, yeah. um, the it's a very it, there's three documentaries. They follow them through the initial trial, um, the appeals, and then finally when they get out. Um, by the time the second documentary rolls around, they they clearly have pointed towards somebody else as the the guilty party. And then the father who was accusing them and being very weird was like, "Oh, I should have known. I should kill him." And then it just. It, Hmm. It's a very complex case and it's very heartbreaking because, frankly, these three boys are never going to see justice and no one's ever really going to be arrested. But also, the three boys they put in jail clearly did not do it. Right. They had to say they did it to get out of jail. They had to plead an Alfred plea. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sometimes you just got to take that plea. Well, it's Well, Damien was going to die. I mean, that's that's that's, what it was going to happen. His health was so bad. Oh, Okay. I didn't see it. I don't know. I definitely highly recommend. And there's a, a shorter documentary that was produced by Peter Jackson uh, called West of Memphis. Yeah. Um, that, uh, that kind of a more con- yeah, can, concentrated. Yes. Yeah. But the last one, there was uh, Paradise Lost, and there was... Paradise 1, 2, 3. Purgatory, yeah. and then the last one, I forget the name of it, but I, you know, just seeing the last one, it was just, it was good to see all the kids out of jail. Like, mm. imagine going in at 17, 18 years old. For 18 years, you were in jail. Yeah. He well, I remember... Like, he didn't even know what a cell phone was. Yeah, and like, I remember... Uh, I thought he was going to say a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Not a selfie, yeah. But uh, Damien... What's like, a selfie? Damien... Oh, you poor bastard. Like, Damien Eccles is the one that was sort of the spearheaded... Right, and I remember seeing an interview with him, probably not recent, but I mean, like, you know, in when he was older and... People asked him, like, why were you always, like, smiling and kind of being an asshole with the camera? And he was like, because I Cause never I was figured we yeah. would get convicted. We didn't yeah. do anything. Well, then, they basically, they forced a uh, confession out of Jesse Miss Kelly, which... Yeah. Well, he's a... The yeah, equivalent of, like, what Forrest Gump was like. Yeah, yeah. 72 IQ. Yeah. So, yeah. And then... Uh, the third kid was that, that poor third kid yeah who nobody remembers because he's the one in between right yeah. he's not the one they were really going after and he's not the one with the mental health issues but right? he, he wanted to fight it but at the same time like Damien was going to die so he just was like alright fuck it I'll plead 
Yeah, for the people who are listening, Damien had a very serious health problem. That What's this called? In jail. Uh, so the documentaries are Paradise Lost 1, 2, and 3. Uh, right. There's another documentary that's produced by Peter Jackson, who became one of the celebrity supporters called West of Memphis. Uh, and then there is a uh, non-fiction, I'm sorry, a fiction movie called uh, Devil's Knot, uh, which is also based on an excellent investigative reporter book called Devil's Knot. Hmm. I never even heard of it. Yeah, it was. Um, if you're interested in following like the satanic panic scare of the 80s and 90s, ooh, is, now you got me. Yeah. I was kind of like, eh, that's but. well, that's that was the theory that these were they were sacrificed in a satanic. Oh, uh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. I think I did hear about. Is there is there a documentary on satanic panic? There's um well, there's probably. A- I'd love to watch There's one. There's not really one that deals specifically with the Satanic Panic, which is an area of my research interest, and I'd really like to write a book about it. But there are You should. Several. I want to read it. Unfortunately, it. unfortunately, I've been beaten to the punch by a couple of very good nonfiction books, um, one of which is called um, Believe the Children. That's the most recent one. Um, if you know nothing about this era, that is uh, something that's a very good overview. Mm-hmm. Um, the best one is called Satan's... Satan's Promise, which was written closer to the time by two investigative reporters who were following it, and it's really fascinating. You said to watch Geraldo, and you're like, what well, the no, fuck is this? The, the amount it's of like shit that crazy. I've downloaded over the years and put on my computer and oh, you, kept, God, no you held on like, to all right? that. That's but smart. That's for research, right? Because you can't get a hold It'll of it. It'll disappear. Stuff. Right. Um, there's a there was a TV movie about like the the daycare scares, right? Where, yeah, like, the yeah, scare was that daycares were somethings. They were satanic. Right. And they were using the daycare for like satanic rituals I, with your kids. Within the last five years, recently, the, the last defendants from these cases were released from prison. They spent 25 years in jail. And they're like, it wasn't true at all. Yeah, it wasn't well, true. It, it was like it totally me, crazy. There were these things that they were saying, you know, their parents were dropping their kids off at four or dropping them off at eight and picking them up at four. And these kids were like, and then they flew us to, to you Mexico. Know, yeah, like yeah. flew us all over <laughs> right, the place and, totally... and performed all these things. And yeah. it was like the time didn't make any They're sense. They're being fed right. the answers. If you, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you, the, you know, like a certain, diff, you know, it's one of those things like where I was just saying about my daughter watching the Bronco chase. Like to her, culturally, it's so incredibly strange. But what you were dealing with at the end of the 80s was this rash of women who were moving into the workforce and this sort of, cultural backlash against them like don't leave your kids alone right, because you're putting them it's in fair. the hands of satanists and there are plenty of people who are like really believe that and actually when we went back to both mike and i went back back to college um later when we were a little bit older and i was in a religious studies class and there are kids there who really believe this is true and i was like are you i'm killing me i believed it when i was a little kid right but i was like terrified satanists yeah. were gonna come get me well yeah obviously it's like, doesn't make, it. what do they want from me You're like, but the same fuck thing it with, like the razor blades and the candy and like these stories that just never go yeah that was not totally true we don't we don't think about them and we don't question yeah. them i um, like that satanic panic shit the satanic though. panic is amazing it's my stuff i think i heard something about that on the radio at some point but there, well i think there's a lot of there are a lot of people who are like approximately our age who grew up with this sort of thing who are now my age and yeah. starting to write about those it. are like the best episodes of Geraldo and shit when they're like <laughs> what happened next oh yeah oh then we made the kids produce drugs and wrap up the drugs we used them in the poppy fields in Afghanistan and like, got them home by dinner <laughs> it's like so crazy wow that's interesting I love that <clears throat> I, I, didn't, love I didn't see that one coming Excuse me. Well, I'm of, all, um, it's always an adventure when I show up. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's, just speaking of, you know, kind of, this isn't really a crime, but but uh, true documentary style shows. Jesus, I stumbled over that. Uh, <laughs> did any of you guys ever... Um, Yo, he's reading that off a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
I didn't know that. <laughs> have you, have you transcribed seen, something? <laughs> he transcribed it. Have you Sorry. seen uh, the movie or heard the story of the Stanford Prison Project? Yes. Yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah. They okay. go nuts. That I watched that movie last night. That was awesome. I cannot believe. Like I thought it was okay, but I thought it was great. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you know, it's it, debate. There's no debate. Great moral. Ding 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 ding. I'm not sure, <laughs> but it, it was just like the, it's the debate. From what I read about the movie, it is almost a hundred percent factual to what happened. In it's the a true story. Stanford prison prison experiment, and like. The fact that these kids, you know, nine nine kids, there were 18 kids, nine were made guards, nine were made prisoners, and they were stuck in a hallway in the basement of Stanford University, and that was it. They had no, like... Right, they said just go to no it. planning, there was no, it's like... Basically, uh, if you put someone in power, will they abuse their power? Yes, Which they absolutely. did. Yeah. Absolutely, they 100% did, yeah. I mean, they went... They went there's a lot of actually Ridiculous. interesting stuff written about that study in, in which, like, the results are constantly called into question now because the implication is that the researchers kind of gave the guards the idea. Like, yeah, like exactly. if, you, if you neutrally put all of us in a room and, like, I was the guard and you guys were the prisoner, would I abuse my... No, but somebody maybe told me. Well, but, I, they, you know, they, I think there definitely was influence because even in the movie, they'll be like, you know, don't take it easy on them and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. So that... Like, I, yeah, it's not so much that I look at it as a, as a valid experiment or anything like that, but just as a story, it's frightening. Well, as a story to think that there is a period of time when we're doing research and, and someone's like, yeah, absolutely, let's do human experiments on, on 18-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting paid. Let's, let's give them a whole bunch of LSD and see what happens. You They're know getting what? 15 bucks an hour, or 15 bucks a day. <laughs> 15 bucks an hour? 15 like, bucks a day. I, I'd probably sign up for that. <laughs> you know what? I watched the Stanford pigeon experiment by accident. Did you? Yeah, what they put that? like five pigeons in a cage and the other three and were the other loose. And the other three were hawks. The other three were hawks to watch over. <laughs> Just do whatever comes naturally. <laughs> That was a quick movie. I, I thought you were going to go to uh, that other documentary, Making a Murderer. Yeah. yeah. Which was really kind of similar to the Paradise Lost where they took a, a a child that was, you know, not mentally retarded, but had an IQ of like 70 or something like that and forced a confession out of him. Yeah. yeah. But isn't the implication... Mean, I only managed to make it through the first episode. Is the implication <coughs> that the guy actually did do it? It's... I, I don't know if he yeah, did it I don't or know not, either. He, but he, I, the way he was convicted is fucked up. Like, well, it's he, just not... he wasn't he recently rearrested for doing something? Yeah, he was arrested, but then he was acquitted, and then he... no, no, I mean uh, like again uh, since he's gotten out from that. that he's still in there, isn't he? I don't, I'm not sure. The, I think the, uh, I thought the there kid was, got out. The I kid thought got there was, out, but the, there was some the sort of recent development there. about that case. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. sure. Yeah, I could be. I don't know. Yeah, I, I might be behind the times on that, but but the, still, the way the way they convicted him with using Brendan Dassey's the yeah the less intelligent kid's name. Not that the main character is like a Einstein, genius, but well, the, way, you know, the it, way they can got him to confess. In many ways, this kind of ties back to what we just were talking about with OJ, where like this guy definitely did something hinky, and he did something awful, and they couldn't quite get him on the actual case. You know, like, right. OJ went to prison for robbing somebody, but really he should have gone to prison for murdering his wife. Right, and... and mm. I mean, this I mean, guy does was anybody really think that OJ did not do it? I mean, he fucked oh, up. Oh, of course yeah. he did it. Whether the guy in the Making a Murderer case did it or not, it's very questionable. I plead the there's fist. a lot of weird <laughs> stuff about that case, and, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of facts and, and evidence that points to other people apart from him. But 
regardless, just the way he was convicted. Was well, I was going to even say, like, did they check that glove? That in the making murder, <laughs> making a murderer. Like, didn't they? They <laughs> scoured his whole room. They couldn't find any drop of blood. Well, yeah, they said she was she was shot and killed in a garage because they found a bullet in the garage. But they didn't find. They found a bullet, not a round. The casing, they, yeah, right. They found. But or and they found whole bullets, and they okay. never found any blood or anything anywhere in this garage. And, and like, it, I've been watching Law and be Order for like twenty two years, so I feel like I'm an expert on these sort of things. <laughs> uh, so, like you know, maybe he sprayed it down with bleach, which I understand is a thing because I watch Law and Order. Yes, but, but the the problem that they said is it would be virtually impossible to do that because the the floor of the garage was so cracked and everything that if anyone. If there was blood anywhere in that garage, it would have gotten down onto a crack, and there's virtually no way he could have cleaned that out with bleach. I, I'm I'm a huge true crime junkie to the point where, like, actually, one weekend I made my entire family watch all three Paradise Lost documentaries, okay. <laughs> at which point I was told I was no longer allowed to pick the movies for the weekend. <laughs> um, I want to see a popcorn movie. Right. Well, no, no, I watched, we watched all three Paradise Lost documentaries and also Hot Coffee, which is the the um, McDonald's case story. Oh, and after God. after we watched these incredibly depressing documentaries, my our family was like, you can't pick movies anymore. Can we just watch Daddy's Home, please? We <laughs> found <laughs> <laughs> something else. But um, I, for some reason, that show just did not catch my attention. And maybe it was just like, oh, yeah, he totally raped that girl. I don't really care to hear anything else. <laughs> he's a creep. I mean, he's a fucking weirdo and everything. But whether he did that or not, it's hard to say. I know. I Sometimes I, you know, like, I like to think that. I'm all about like law and order, but also sometimes I'm like, yeah, go to jail for the rest of your fucking life. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> it could be a and, I, and also, I don't care how you're caught. So just <laughs> fucking die. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a very interesting case from that standpoint. That it's really questionable as to whether he did it or not. But they definitely once they convicted him mostly on that kid's testimony. Yeah, and the kid is just not all there. And and you know they show videos in Making a Murderer of the. The actual videos of the kid being interviewed, and it is so bad. I mean, like, it's so bad how much the police abused this kid mentally. Because he's, he's an idiot. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. He's there's just, no protections for, for people who have mental defects, no. unfortunately. No. Anyway. I like the, the expression that's like, stop <laughs> dragging this podcast. No, 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 no. I mean, no, we're talking about something else, and, and we're waiting on... Uh... Oh, he's got seventeen uh, percent left. That's it. Just for this 16, one moment, 16 he's been waiting all day for this. <laughs> we need to fill the. So, the all right, case. look, I got well, I got a good topic here. All right, let's go. This is this is one of my great ones. Hard hitting. All right, if, say you clap normal. Right now, reverse it. How right. fucked up is that? I don't know. I never tried. Try it. You want me to try? Now do the reverse. Feels pretty weird, huh? Yeah, not that bad. I get, I get through. Is it as bad as that topic? <laughs> no. There we go. Time killed. Nice. <laughs> Alright, so that fairy kill this week is Black Panther. So Wakanda forever. <laughs> sure. Um clearly only person saw it. Not Chris saw it. Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I didn't know it. Vibranium. Um, so, so we have Angela Bassett as Ramonda. That's how you pronounce her character name. I don't know. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, yes, as Nakia. Yes. And then Denai Guerrera as Akoye. Yes. All right. Well, you I did a good job. Wow. Yeah. You know. 
sound it out phonetically. So, uh, Chris always starts. All right, uh, for me? No, he's ready. Explain who they are better. Oh, yeah, you might want to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't you, know. All right, you guys uh, saw the movie. Please, I don't mean to sound like a dickhead. I'll just go like by their, their... Explain it for me. Explain that shit. I'm going to go by the actresses' names. Angela Bassett is... Uh, uh, the mom? Black Panther's mom. She's the queen of Wakanda. Yo, man, do you think Black Panther would come back after you if you, you pick the that. mom? Yeah, 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 yeah. she got a problem. Lupita is Black the, Panther, your stepson. Is his <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's his girlfriend. She, she's a, a spy in the movie. And then. Danny Guerrero is the general of the. Yeah, she's uh, got a shaved Dory head. Malaji. She's the general of the, the Black Dor- Panther. The Dory Malaji. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I never read the comic, but it, I, uh, it was a good movie. Well, it was good. Yeah, did you guys like it? Yes. It was like you know, there's a lot of a lot of movies that get really hyped, and I when I go to see these movies, like something like a Wonder Woman or a new Star Star Wars movie, like I'm actually just very tense because it's important to me that these are movies, and I almost don't enjoy them the first time I watch because I'm just like like vibrating with like, please, dear God, don't fuck this shit up, um, and right. it's literally everything people are saying. I mean, what are they, they saying? That's good? That it's, it's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, and they, really? They I clearly it, it, gave <laughs> Ryan Cooley, like, I'm they surprised. gave him, they said, here's $100 million, do the movie you want to do. Uh, are That's you cool. fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm serious though. Like, I think like, it's rated as like the third best Marvel movie right now. Yeah. And it's also, it's the top grossing Marvel movie. It's an Avenger level. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That, I never really read the that. comic. It, it already uh, outgrossed. $256 million in a 3D opening is what Damn. I Damn. Yeah, like yeah. worldwide, it's already uh, outgrossed. Um, shit, what just came out? Thor? No. Yeah, Ragnarok. The other one. Uh, Justice League. Uh, well, that's, that's DC. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're comparing it. I know, but it, it, it was just funny that in one day or one weekend, it yeah. outgrossed Justice League. Oh, you mean the entire take for Justice yes. League? Yeah. Yeah, Justice League sucks, though, right? It, was, it, was it wasn't so that great. It was, yeah. it was a very poor movie. I it's thought just, it was going to be awesome. All those DC movies suck. They just Well, no, because Wonder Woman's amazing. I didn't like and then they go back to, what's his good. fucking name, Zach? You know, what's his name? Zach uh, Zach Snyder. Right. Like, in the difference, like... Okay, so here... here well, he didn't finish the movie. He didn't finish the movie, but you can see his cuts all over it. So, yeah. so Wonder Woman's now appeared in three films, right? In the first film, I saw her ass. In the second film, which is directed by a woman, I at no point in time saw her ass or her bikini line. And yeah, that one was third, boring. Right. And, yeah, <laughs> and I'm, kidding. Movie, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Literally, sucked. her introduction to the scene, I am looking at her bikini wax. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like this is the exact problem with the movie, right? You're like... See, the only part of the movie I enjoyed was the very beginning of uh, with Batman taking the criminal and trying yeah. to get the parademon. Yeah, yeah. Because it was very... I, I don't know if Zack Snyder did that or Joss I, Whedon. I think I mean, most of it was Zack Snyder and what Josh Whedon came in was sort of like do the cutting and a couple more... Um, and he did some language, some uh, script. Okay, and then the other thing is watching Batman vs. Superman, I enjoyed the director's cut with the extra half an hour. It yeah. explained a lot more. So... Even the same thing happened to me with the Watchmen. Right. So I, I just I needed that longer. Movie. I, ha- I have yeah. to. This is probably an unpopular opinion, but I actually really like Ben Affleck as Batman. No, I didn't too. think I, I was love going to, ba- and I thought he was great. I love him as Batman. I like these a little bit older. I like that you grizzled. Know, yeah, a little grizzled. I I actually really enjoy him. Batman movie. versus Superman is good. Yes, to Shut me up. it is. <laughs> it's good. Shut up. It's good. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at first, but I ended up really. You you turned around on that. I thought the portrayal of Wonder Woman is quite unsexist and very uh, straightforward portrayal. No, I'm just, I'm just saying because she I like said how, she I like how your eyes are like not 
try not to incite her too much to kill me. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just kidding. For me, about Black Panther, um, as part of like the Marvel movies, lately they've been trying to force too much humor, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I mean, I, I know that they're trying to get the the kids and stuff because they're all like PG thirteen or PG. Um, Thor Ragnarok, it was a good movie, but it's trying to be a comedy. Way too much forced humor. The first one that came out that was good that was like that was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The second one, I hated it because it was so many forced punchlines. Care for it that much. too jokey? Yeah. Yes, gotcha. So this it had enough humor in it, and then it was great action, and I huh. really enjoyed the characters. Except I, me personally, I cannot stand Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, who plays Killmonger. And I, I refuse to watch Creed because <gasps> you didn't dude, watch Creed. Creed? I, didn't, I didn't watch Creed because I can't stand him. <gasps> I can't. I can't stand. <laughs> Creed was really good, dude. You should watch Creed. Right. Sorry, so, didn't finish your opinion. Okay, because about... I might watch Creed if you say it's good, but I hated uh, Michael B. Jordan in Creed Fail Station. No, nah, the uh, uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, as um, Johnny Storm. Yeah, and then in this movie, I just, I just hate. Like, maybe it's just this character, but like, mm. I just did not like him. I don't like how. I have, I have irrational dislikes for certain actors too that it like literally has nothing to do with anything they personally ever did to me but I feel like they did yeah. by existing <laughs> <laughs> they just exist they gotcha. exist and I just can't stand them uh, Andy Serkis I loved him as Claw but he met his demise in this movie spoiler alert but uh, oh, I there, can't there see five it people, now. there are yeah, five people there are five people I guess I don't have to watch it now now I'm good now I'm good now I know what happens yeah. sweet easy <laughs> I mean you know what's gonna happen but um <laughs> It was kind of nice <laughs> seeing him not CGI'd. Yes. You know, like, and I actually had this conversation with my husband, and I'm like, "This Andy Serkis is like who? I'm like, no, that's that right there, right there. That's Andy Serkis. Yes. Like, that's what he looks like when he's not Gollum. Yes. Or King Kong. Or, or King Kong. Or Scott, anything. it's like how you feel about Ricky Lake. Yes, love, love, love Ricky Lake. <laughs> you have an irrational dislike for Ricky Lake. <laughs> no. Uh, who, who did? Oh no, who did? It was. Uh, it was uh, yeah. Sean. Sean. Yeah. Sean okay. did. We won't say his last name. Yeah. Sorry, so never mind. I, th- I thought that was... That was us, matters. It was us talking to him about yeah. it. Right, so never mind. bitch. We yeah. can't stand her. Yeah. There were yeah. two things that confused me about Black Panther. <laughs> That's right. Um, they explained that the uh, vibranium came as a meteorite and crashed in. And that's where they get all their stuff for their technology. But you have to be smart and have the science to manufacture these things in to like these technological advances. It can't just be a rock or a mineral. That's right. What right. I was kind of confused about it. So the superhero movie you saw was unrealistic. I, I'm going to bet hmm. that what we will find out in, in Infinity Wars is that contained within this meteorite is the last Infinity Stone. Hmm. And that... Because the, we haven't seen the final Infinity Stone. No. This is deep cut for people who are... This is for the deep cut. Deep cut for nobody that's going to be listening anyway, so it's all good. So, so like we haven't like seen the cut. last FMK Infinity Stone, deep which cut. is purple, which is the theme color for for Black Panther. And I well, am, you saw the, the veins yes. of the vibranium. Right, so I feel like probably what we will discover in the next movie is that contained within the meteorite that gives this mineral its special abilities is the last infinity stone okay um which would also propel uh advancement in technology and development okay and then it also made that heart-shaped flower yes and also okay. makes the heart-shaped flower all right because that was purple too yes um spoilers going i think chris is no, it's, a, it's, it's not a spoiler you yeah, he's really learning it is, shit it is literally really like learning. in the first scene of the you movie. just want to try to yeah. wrap your head around it because like that's they, they also I know. Uh, 
Like <laughs> you think of like a mineral, but they also say they, they turn it into a thread and they weave it into their clothes and it's, it makes stuff bulletproof. It's definitely a very like comic booky metal yeah. because it, it also apparently conducts like it does all these things where like oh, it's not real. I feel like <laughs> a metal <laughs> wouldn't do this. Like yeah. does platinum make me smarter? Like you know? Oh, the oh, metal yeah. makes you smarter. Well, no, the metal has particular properties that a regular metal will not have. Gotcha. And then I thought it was like a, a thing of like licensing. Like I thought that Fox owned Adamantium. Uh, for the yeah, yeah and then because like there's they're pretty much the same thing, Adamantium and Vibranium. Because okay. if you watch X Men Origins, they go to Wakanda. I can't believe you're debating this in your head as you watch a fucking meteor crash. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> some guys take this shit really seriously. Yeah, yeah no, you guys are real get deep. on fucking board. Wakanda forever. So there's all yeah, that. What if they didn't have the license for a medium? Well, apparently that's why the design for the new Klingons in Star Trek Discovery is different than the classic Klingons because of a of licensing licensing ah. well. of what their heads. No, because CBS um, had to acquire the license from the people who had it before, and oh there apparently God. was some sort of lawsuit which involves the Klingon language center, which is based in like Jenkintown or Willow River, whatever. Is it really? Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Let's so, go. So the. If, <laughs> If you watch Discovery, the Let's Klingons go. look significantly different, and there is no way to explain it within the timeline of Star Trek. Um, and it, and many people have pointed out that it's probably because of a licensing issue. Yeah, sorry, it's hilarious. That's hilarious. And then my only last thing was like uh, everyone sees the uh, saw the preview for the Infinity War. Yeah, you yeah. see the Winter Soldier, and he has a new arm. Yeah, mm. so. The last one was a civil war. They, he gets his arm ripped off. Yeah, yeah, he gets his arm ripped off, and then they take him to Wakanda. And I don't know, they were supposed to put him in like a cryo freeze. And that guy just came well, out the, of cryo freeze. The implication in that <laughs> scene is like he's in cryo freeze until they are ready to kind of help him heal his mind. Yeah, and and without spoiling things in the movie, there's clearly a, a thing that happens in the movie that implies that he. No, no, no. I mean, I'm talking oh. about Andy Serkis' character. Oh yeah. Then obviously, there's a reason he has an arm in Infinity Wars. Yeah. So, okay. there so what's like, your choices? I was wondering why they didn't... They, <laughs> I thought like, this bit was F. Mary Kill, not explain weird. the whole movie. We were oh. going to talk about the movie uh, anyway. Uh, so. that, was, uh, that, was, that was deep cut. I, I give you guys credit. That was very thought out. I thought that like uh, they could have introduced the Winter Soldier into Black Panther, uh, I didn't. but they, they, they did like a special <laughs> end credit scene and he was in it. So To, to bridge you over to Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> Look... <laughs> What, I have a that? lot of things to say about Black Panther. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Man. Yeah, it's, it's like a Z-grade character. Man. All this was like, it was just to tickle your ass with a feather to get you to enjoy Black Panther even more. Now, did you see it in 3D? No. I did. I was went it, to an IMAX 3D. 3D? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I enjoyed it, but I don't know if say I got anything extra out of it. Um, I actually saw Logan in 4D in... Um, in Bangkok, and I have to tell you, it actually, was very distracting from the movie. What is four D? Four D is when uh, like the seats move and like they blow uh, things on you, and like um, wow. so there's a there's kind of irritating. Yeah, actually, it was so like <laughs> so luckily. This is, I thought Logan was so good. I oh, saw it in the regular theater 
one night and literally went back the next night one hour was on vacation in Bangkok and went and saw it in 4D and there's oh a scene God. where like he cuts a guy's head off and there's like a, a little thread that comes out behind your head and whoops you across the neck so you can feel like what it would and I was oh like my, wow and then the, and then the seat lifts <laughs> up and moves you around off like you can't come in in the middle of the movie because you'll get injured like they, they distinctly make you stay in your seats because oh my they, God. they're just physically moving around wow. and I was like different rules there well, I mean, if you've seen Logan, it's a deeply emotional movie that's actually, like, I love it. I thought Logan was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that I was, was really distracted by the movie by the fact that my seat was, like, <laughs> jerking around and, like, shit was terrible. being blown in my face and, like, water is being misted on me and, I like, a fake, like, Wolverine claws being drawn across my neck. Severed leg lands in your lap. You're just like, ah! They cut somebody's head off and they spray water in your face like it's blood. And I'm like, come on, man! So ridiculous. There was severed leg in your lap! It's like a Guar concert. Guar is not exactly deep emotional. (laughs) That's how I felt about the Guar concert. It's this deep emotional song about the sexecutioner. And I can't pay attention. Can't pay attention I was, I was to very it. curious about the motivation of the giant cock. <laughs> <Yeah. coming. laughs> no, uh, I found it distracting. But so severed hand. Uh, I, I don't watch 3D movies because I get like, uh, like a motion sickness because yeah. like, my eyes will focus in and out on the glasses. Yeah, I just I can't watch 3D. I, I don't feel like cool it story, bro. It. It's a really good movie. It does not need bells and whistles. Okay, <laughs> the sound effects this episode. In my opinion, I like I haven't been to a ton of 3D movies. I've probably been to five or six, but I've only like Avatar was the only movie that I went to in 3D that oh, 3D actually oh. made it better. Why'd you say that? No, the 3D made it better because the, the 3D did added dip. Did yeah, it really? It did. Did it? It visually, absolutely, <laughs> it did. Because that's the only movie I've seen that that didn't use the best 3D movie I saw was my bloody Valentine because <laughs> it's like the cheapest like there's a part where like they're like they're panning a shotgun across and like suddenly it's pointed at you oh my god <laughs> the shotgun that camera. sounds good that sounds good to me but from a camp point of view yeah from a camp good. point of view yeah. I, I really loved it but in general and that and right there's a scene where it looks like a, somebody's head ends up in your lap you're like yeah. oh my god I wish I saw Piranha 3D in it <laughs> oh my god in 3D you saw have you seen that movie of course I've seen it's that like the best movie like imagine that in is, 3D is it a terrible horror film I've absolutely seen it what if it's a terrible horror film I've completely seen it oh you oh you don't remember it if you, no, no, if no, you I've saw seen it. it oh yeah yeah, yeah. isn't it's, there a part where they barf off the deck and it's 3D coming feel, at you I feel like that's maybe a little on the excessive side <laughs> they dump a bucket of I'm barf a parent. on you I've had people puke on me it's really not an experience I want to pay for maybe there are people out there who do but they probably don't have small children they probably don't know. Let's hope. So, uh, as far as the F. Mary Kill. Oh, well, we're back. Yeah, yeah, right. 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 Oh, I didn't know that was. I didn't know that. I thought that skip was over. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, bang Lupita. <laughs> I'm gonna marry Angela Bassett. And really? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna kill. Yeah, you think you're gonna kill her? <laughs> yeah. gonna I was just gonna say good luck. Whoop your ass. She's a little older. Who deny Guerrero? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna kill her. Yeah, he's not gonna kill. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, like you said, you gotta watch what you're doing with mom. Yeah. What did you say you're gonna do with Angela Bassett? Marry her. That might be a smart move, just because yeah. Black Panther will come after you. Yeah, you don't need that shit. Well, did you, did you see Angela Bassett in like Tina Turner's movie or like Strange Days? Yeah, Strange she'll Days fuck, is a great fuck movie. Your shit up. That's true. That is true. Strange Days is an awesome movie. Strange Days is one of my favorite movies. Of that was like twenty something years ago too. Yeah, it's an amazing film. It's kind of that's what I heard like Black Mirror is like. Yeah, yeah. It's basically pre Black Mirror. Oh, okay. dude, you gotta watch Black Mirror. Okay. So well, but I mean, every episode's different. So 
I would say it's like some Black Mirror. Okay. And not like getting off on tangents. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with Chris. Damn. I, I, Angela Bassett's awesome. She's a classic. Bombshell drops. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with along the same same lines. Chris's and yeah, if I have to fight Michonne, well, I gotta fight Michonne. Shit uh, happens. I won't go to your funeral. But that's <laughs> I like Michonne. So Slayball, do you want to play this or do you want to play I'm the guys? I'm going to play it, but I would like to be last. You want to be last? I would like to be last. Okay. All right. Okay. Wow. Because I've already come up with my joke. So okay. <laughs> It's sitting on this one. I am. Good. Like, as long as it's not reverse clapping, you're good. See? <laughs> knows what I, reverse I clapping hope, is I anymore. hope that my joke is better than the reverse clapping one. I don't know what place I was in mentally when I came up with that one. When I wrote it through my phone, I was like, yo, this is gold. They got to hold on to this. Got to put it in that phone. Uh, I missed that reverse clap. Is it like this? I know, honestly, because I've been watching DS9, I thought you were going to go, like, so in DS9, like, like their futuristic clapping oh. is this. Oh. Oh, like backhand to the right, thing. Every time I watch no. it, like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. People in the future will just clap like this. Yes. Like, like regular human beings. Kind of makes sense. Right. Why yeah. do they have to change it? Right. What cultural revolution it. could possibly have happened right. where people like flip their hands around and clap? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. It's All right, can I go, Scott, yeah. or you want to go? I don't care. It doesn't matter, man. All right, I'm just going to go real quick. All right. I'm going to kill Angela Bassett. <gasps> I don't like her. Oh! <gasps> She's just one of those actresses that you just Ooh. don't like, no matter what. Yeah, she's you just sexy can't stand her. I, don't, I really have no opinion. No, I'm, I'm sure you don't. I like that movie. Like, uh, what is it? Like, gets her groove back. How Stella gets her groove back. That's a good back. one. Yeah, that's but. not. Is that her? Yes, yeah. that's okay. her. A very young. What's, well, not uh, I'm younger, thinking of Vivica A. Fox. Wow, really? So uh, I don't know. The Lupita, Lupita looks really young now. She's. Probably in her 30s. Oh, Lupita. No, so I'm sorry. Lupita's 26, the same age as the actress. She's 26. She uh, looks too young for me. And I'm going to kill Lupita. Hampshire, my, my alma mater. Ooh. I have to kill Lupita. Wait, you can't kill both Angela and Lupita. And I'll bang <laughs> Angela Bassett and okay. marry... Uh, deny Dan- Danny. <laughs> I'm going to marry Danny. Danny. <laughs> yeah. That's just what he calls her. <laughs> yeah, that's my pet name. <laughs> Michelle, really annoying. I'm gonna do the same as you, man. I'm actually agreeing with John on this, and I never wow. agree with John. Wow, I feel like I'm gonna come down with a tie vote. This is a good day. So why, why, why are you going the way you you want to go? I don't know. I have no idea. There's no reason. I didn't see the movie yet, so I don't know. It kind of sucks when you don't see the shit, and then it's, that's how it is. But I got well. pictures up right here. I got pictures. Yeah. Uh, in the revolutionary spirit of Black Panther, I'm going to marry all three of the women and not kill or, you know. Oh, so Wow. Sweet. I'm sorry. They, they are all Whoa. amazing characters, and I would not kill wow. between the three of them. It's really brave of you. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very Black Panther. <laughs> support, support. I know. I know. Like, little polyamorous Wakanda. That's cool. It's good, though. Wakanda's in polygamy? Are, are some of them the daughter, though, of Angela Bassett? No, we. Um, I specifically requested we not talk about the daughter because she's only supposed to be 16 in the movie, and I'd rather not get it. Okay. But she's really I didn't know if Lupita or Danny was. Lupita a... is the love interest of T'Challa, who is the king. Who is gotcha. The uh, Ramonda is his mother, and uh, Danny Guerrero, who plays Okoye, is the general of his private guard. Gotcha. And they're all badasses in the they... movie. Angela Bassett, unfortunately, and I thought this was a real missed moment, does not fight anybody at any point in this movie. And I was like, really 
kind of waiting for yeah. you know Strange Days era Angela Bassett to come. Not out just saying it, she was like kicking ass. Yeah. In Strange Days. Strange Days was a really weird movie for the time. That came it's, out like late nineties. It's a very strange movie. Number one, it's a black white buddy cop film where the buddy is a female. Right, that let alone like the weird headsets they put on and like videotape like virtual reality and right. then sell it's, the it's, discs. It's a total yeah. little like you know. It's, it's a pretty cool movie. Yeah. It's ahead of its time, I'd say. It's unfortunately unwatched, you know, like underwatched. Like as a Catherine it's on movie. all the time on HBO right really? now. It's a yeah. Catherine Bigelow film, and it's cool. Know, yeah, she did it right after she did Near Dark, which, as far as I'm concerned, is like the perfect vampire movie. Well, uh, I don't want to Near curl. Dark. Near Dark crowbar this in there but uh here, we comes. here, here comes. we go what do you think about the new death wish yo yeah, it's gonna be I awesome am, yeah i mean eli roth directed it it's gonna be amazing i'm up for it oh that's even better I didn't he's know like that. one of my favorite directors cabin fever cabin okay fever. and then go on hostel <laughs> and then um hostel 2 was that the green i actually really like the hostel film because I, I think hostel's I'm... crazy movie did he he only produced the green inferno right yeah he only produced it oh he didn't direct green inferno Dude, that movie is... Me- also, I took my 20-year-old daughter to see it. It was her first cannibal movie, and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I said it yeah. was a cannibal movie. <laughs> I let my two-year-old see the, the start of that, and I'd like stop a while. It was on Cinemax. So I was like, even bothered it. by it. I'm like, it's when know. they take the bone out and start like slicing to, the guy up. We like, like, Faces of Death as like, uh, it's crazy. you know. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like, I wasn't like, this is a really smart idea to do. <laughs> it's like smart. You know what I mean? I was just like, wait a second. This is not okay. Well, I got a brainstorm. I have a brilliant idea. Yeah. Hey, let's watch this. I was like, I, I'm surprised they're rebooting Death Wish because I feel like that genre and era of movies is over. Um, it's, so, I mean, I guess there's people out there who haven't seen Death Wish. It's a, the premise of Death Wish, of course, is, like the premise of a lot of vengeance movies where a woman gets raped and murdered so that a man can go out and do whatever he wants. And I feel like we are moving tonally away from that in, in the current culture. Is that the plot of the new one? Uh, well, that's what I'm curious about. I'm wondering if they made changes to that because if the, if it's this exact same plot, then it's, it's not going to fly and it's not going to run well. I mean, I like the person they, they picked to succeed Charles Bronson, but I also feel like death wish as we saw the ad not need to be brought back. No. So the ad at Wing Bowl. Awesome. Wing Bowl. Dude, wait, no. Which is the one where they fight the creeps? Oh, that's Death Wish 3. That's, that's 3. That's, that's, that's the best. That might classic. be the old dude with the Gatling gun. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a pretty good one. Well, there's, I mean, like, there's that whole, there's a bunch of, um, uh, uh, char- what was Clint Eastwood's version of Dirty Death Wish? Dirty, Dirty, Dirty Harry. So the second yep. Dirty Harry is essentially Death Wish. Um, uh, and I, this is actually something that I write about academically. These these rape revenge films, and you mm. write a lot about this. Where you talked about this last yeah, time, yeah, I think on, we actually. talked about it. We, so it was right we before, talked about Sudden Impact. Yeah, Sudden Impact is it's the a good second movie. Dirty Harry movie, um, and it is essentially the plot of Death Wish. Um, and there's absolutely a, a reason that these movies kind of fell out of favor. Except for Sudden Impact, the lady kills everybody. Uh, no, she doesn't. Kills, she she kills him. She shoots beginning. him in the balls. She does, and then and then when he finds out. Who it is? He takes over uh, her vengeance. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're totally right. Um, which I mean, there. I really love the part where she's like wandering around shooting dudes in their dicks. But <laughs> it's uh, like, crazy. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> right. But then all of a sudden, like as soon as like, all right, Clint picture you see, take three, <laughs> click, and then <laughs> as soon as Clint Eastwood shows up, suddenly she can't shoot anybody in the dick anymore. Like yeah. I feel like if I had a lot of like twenty year old vengeance, like 
I'd be like, fuck you, Clint Eastwood. I've got a lot of dick shooting to do. All of a sudden, you lost your dick shooting skills? Right. <laughs> she, just, she, just gets ca- she just gets kidnapped and like waits on a carousel for some dude. Like, no. Oh, that's that bitch, right, yeah. That bitch would bite that guy's dick off. Like, that's that's the level of like rage she had. She definitely had rage. Yeah. Just a tad angry. I'm, just, I'm curious to see what Eli Roth does with Death Wish. Yeah, I, I, too. I think I'm one of the few people in terms of... Like I actually rather like Eli Roth. I like what he did with um, with Hostel. I think he's Hostel's actually a very awesome. smart horror director, um, and I I tend to be in the minority when I when I argue that Hostel and Hostel Two are actually very smart films. Mm. They're good. Yeah. I saw them in the movies. Hostel Three is not very good. Hostel 3 when they're in terrible. Vegas, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, uh, Hostel Three, Hostel, and what is it? Uh, it's Vegas. Shit. It's no, I was trying to. Equated to the well, <laughs> in Hostel One, in the city. you have Hostel in the th- city. So in Hostel One, you have a male in the final girl role, which is unheard, uh, almost unheard. There's only one other movie that does it. Mm. So he takes all the tropes of a, a serial killer movie, which always ends with a woman, right? You know, for as the final girl, and they they put it on three men. Mm. Um, and then uh, in the second movie, he inverts it's all the girls, right? He inverts, yeah. and 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 at the end, of course, where she um, she earns her way into the hunting club, right? is this incredibly brutal scene which is not something that even in horror films you see a woman doing where she just and she's so callous about it right she cuts dude, she cuts a dude's dick off and feeds it to a dog yeah oh yeah i do remember that okay <laughs> yeah yeah so, so, so she in order to get into the hunting club she has to kill somebody and um and when they say but you didn't kill him she's like he's gonna fucking bleed that i ripped his dick off right? and it just does that. They're like, <laughs> they, yeah, all right, they walk guess. out and leave him there yeah. Ripped yeah. dick out of socket. Apparently she did. She's got it on the technicality. Yeah. And she feeds it to a dog. It's like so. It's like the most cold-blooded thing I've ever seen in a movie. Is that all he ever did? Eli Roth? No. So he goes. He did Cabin Fever. He Cabin um, Fever has moments that are really stupid and some that are good. I heard they rebooted it. Did anybody see the reboot? No. It's like a TV series now. Wow. No. Um, the Cabin Fever TV series. Series. It's either been rebooted as a film. or I thought it was re- being rebooted as a TV series. Um, really. Yeah, uh, he did a couple of things. He really he had some moments where he was not. Um, he did Green Inferno. Um, knock was, knock, Inglorious Bastards. Well, he acted in Glorious Bastards. Not seeing his directing, and he shows up. Um, he produces uh, yeah. a couple of films. Clown, Aftershock. He did um, Thanks Killing, right? Which was based on a commercial he did for Last Brian Exorcism. House. He did. Wait, he only produced that. Or Last Exorcism is really good. I You're like an really expert. Good. I'm, I'm just uh, reading. I'm just reading off the. Yeah. So you can keep going, and I'll probably be able Piranha to 3D. He's in, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, Don't look read. up. Just look down, baby. Let's see. Sharks still crapper? working. Tales from the Crapper. Okay. I've seen that movie. <laughs> really? It's a um, trauma movie. Oh, yeah. It's not that good. Really? I think I own it. Uh, a movie called Tales from the Crapper <laughs> is not Oscar worthy. He was riding off the success of Citizen Toxie at that moment. It's kind of like anything he did was good. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, Tales from the Crapper. We'll you know who it. makes really terrible movies? It's kind of shocking how bad the movies are. Is um oh fuck, White Zombie, Rob Zombie makes like mm. it's kind of shocking. How I bad think Devil's Rejects are. is awesome though. Did you watch uh, the the which one? No, 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 no. I watched it and I read the book, and both of them are. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he wrote a book. Yeah, he wrote the book, and then he wrote oh, the huh? movie, which he of course stuck his wife in. Oh, Sherry Moon's in every single one. Right, that was Lords of well, Salem. Have you seen her in anything else? Oh no, I was like, yep, that was his one in his film too. Have you ever seen her? In a movie that's that's the not, witch one, right? Yeah, but have you seen, ever seen her in a movie that is not produced that, by her husband? No. Yeah. No. 
well, there's the a thing, reason for that. I was disappointed his movie did never came out, or he never did that one. The Broad, Broad Street, Bullies. yeah, Broad Street Bullies movie. Yeah. He's gonna do a Broad Street Bullies movie. Was. That would have been cool. Like, did I they think. murder everybody with their hockey stick? No, it was gonna be <laughs> like a documentary. It was gonna be his kind of his. If it's a documentary, where could he wedge his wife in? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> he plays one of the flyers. <laughs> yeah. Totally ridiculous. He plays Dave Dave Clark. Totally crowbarred in. And the 1976 starting lineup yeah. of the Broadway. <laughs> I'm sure she would be like the reporter that followed the group or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just he is, uh, or he just asked her her opinion. What did you think of the 1976 lineup? <laughs> it's just of the, him interviewing her. He's making a, uh, another movie with the uh, the Devil's Rejects. Uh, I think it, I thought they all got killed. Yeah, the they get it. they get murdered to these strains of Freebird at the end. Yeah, but God, that movie's awesome. They're making like a, the, he's oh. making another one. I don't know because the prequel was the House of a Thousand Corpses, yes, right? House same family, so he's using the same characters again. So, wah wah wah! Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for filling in the sound effects. That was good. That was a good one. All right, folks. Stop talking about this now. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to get out of here. Um, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at AlreadyReadyP. We're on Instagram, AlreadyReadyPodcast.com. Reddit. Reddit. Get on Stitcher, Reddit. We'll iTunes. Thanks, Slaybell, for stopping by. Yeah, thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me. And uh, did I miss anything? Anything? We got everything? That's it, man. That's it. All right. See you in a few weeks. Peace. You guys do reverse clap? I did. Oh, that's it.